Hey everybody, welcome to another inspiring episode of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. This is episode 41 and each week we bring you the inspiring story of a startup and its founder. This week we are featuring another interesting startup called oneway.cab. This is a platform for hiring one-way intercity cabs. And we chat with the founders Vivek Kejriwal and Devang Sangvi. Do check out the show notes over at foundersgyan.com/ep41 and also foundersgyan.com/top for the top listen podcasts on the show. I hope you find this episode useful and interesting. Okay, I know you're eager to get on with the show, and so am I. So let's get started. Vivek and Devang, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to meet you and be chatting with you today. Vivek and Devang are the founders of OneWay.Cab. No prices for guessing that this is a platform that helps you book one-way cabs across cities. They started Vadodara's first radio cab service and are currently the market leaders in the one-way cab segment in their cities. Both have marketing backgrounds having worked in various firms in account management roles before starting their own cab service. Vivek and Devang, great to meet you and thanks a lot for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge. wisdom and time with our listeners thank you for agreeing to be on the show thanks ram for inviting us uh, the pleasure is all ours uh, it's a great opportunity uh, to interact with you and your audience through this platform and i like to say that your platform is something which is very interesting and innovating because we are seeing you are inviting founders to you know tell about their journey and all not in a written form but on a verbal form which is something which is very interesting Okay thanks uh, thanks guys uh, for the kind words uh, really appreciated so let's uh, talk about your journey so did i get everything right about your background up until oneway.cab and also how on earth did you guys start running cabs in the first place uh i'll start with what uh, you have told us about us was it's more or less on the line what we we have been doing and we were doing earlier uh, there was some correction as you said we are the market leader in our cities but but uh, we like to correct that we are market leader across india in this in this category uh, we as a you know i was i was based in ahmedabad and we started ahmedabad first radio cab and vivek was in uh, baroda and he started uh, baroda's first radio cab in somewhere 2012 and 13 i believe so during that time we were you know into the business of cab uh, more probably into the into the intracity cabs uh, services but that market which we were we were working uh, was you know very challenging because there were a lot of competition came from the uh, national and international players so but then we we, we believe in in our services that we we were based in a tier 2 and tier 3 cities so we thought there is a lot of movement which is there uh, between the cities like intercity connection because people find challenges to you know find a proper services uh while traveling to you know one one city to another you know so so that was the model we thought of uh, we thought of exploring intercity uh, services uh, in first place uh, i like vivek to add on uh, what we have been doing perfect uh, to add on to that uh, uh, prior to starting baroda's first radio cab company i was in us uh, with hcl uh, in the sales role uh with the cell technology system and while we were running our you know car, radio cab business we were also doing intercity space and uh, normally the industry has been charging return fare uh, whenever you travel one way 
and uh, we felt that it's not right some way when you're traveling one way and industry charges two way and uh, in fact it's interesting because in a way we killed our own business we attacked our own business uh, whereas we were charging healthy uh, for a return journey return fare in case of one way we thought it disrupt our own business and so we started that uh, one way cap and piloted first in ahmedabad baroda and today we are in 100 plus uh, routes across india okay excellent i think one question that you guys missed out here is uh, both of you are from uh, management backgrounds and uh, uh, how did you get into the cab business in the first place very first place we, bo- we both are from management background but we are both are from uh, you know a community called marwadis so we always wanted to do a business and uh, as in ahmedabad also what i'll tell you is uh, ahmedabad is considered as a tier one cities but in before 2012 there was not a single radio cab company not even the you know national players like meru easy and all so we thought there is a opportunity there so we started radio cab as a business in ahmedabad also in baroda because baroda is also same because there was no intensity there is no radio cab services so we found the opportunity there in the cab business and also if you see india is being you know developing at a space where we believe that there will be a lot of movement uh, people need to travel a lot we are a population base of 1.25 billion people and uh, like roti kapda makan travel is also essential part for people so we thought there is a scope in this business so we ventured into a cab business altogether and uh, you know to briefly touch upon the story uh, you know i was in us in my last role and uh, i was selling technology and i believe selling technology is like selling a dream uh, because when you sell a technology particularly in the enterprise level uh it takes one to one year to materialize and by the time it materialized you virtually sold a dream and it was not fulfilling at the end of the day uh so i thought let's start something of your own uh where at the evening or night you get self fulfillment uh which was not happening so uh then i moved back to india and uh, i was looking for an opportunity here and as they once said there was no radio cab and, and in baroda also there was no radio cab when i started so we saw a great opportunity there at that time and uh, we said let's jump in and let's uh, try our hand and i remember devang and ourselves started the radio cab in just 20 days from the day we, we decided that let's start it. okay excellent uh, story guys so it's really inspiring to hear this now let's talk about uh, idea creation and for the uh for for the rest of this uh, uh this uh, the show uh we are going to talk about one way dot cab not your previous uh, uh the first radio cab uh, obviously there are interconnection between them uh but let's let's talk about uh, let's concentrate on the one way dot cab uh, business model so for our budding founders listening out there can you tell us how can we also come up with a good idea see what 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 we believed in is uh, as i told you earlier that when when we see a uh, cab service as a option you know intercity traveling is something which is being you know uh, being one of the most challenging thing because it is 90% even before it was like 100% unorganized one there are a lot of cab single cab owners and they were not able to get a lot of bookings because they were you know restricted to their vicinity of customers like if i know someone i will you know refer you to the person who is doing who is going, who will take you to rajkot or who will take you to baroda but we thought you know this is something where we can build a build a business 
where people want to travel only one side because it's it's very challenging for people to you know go one side either the option is take a bus or if a customer has capacity to you know pay it then he has to pay return fare also for his single side journey so which is somewhere unfair uh, so we thought let's let's try a model where we can you know create demand and supply at both the locations so that uh, a driver can you know uh, get even a return fare uh, not from the customer but from some other sources so that is something the whole model which we thought of uh, and we also thought of like pilot it because uh, this is something you know a concept and as we were from that industry you know we are not from some uh, big management colleges but we we were from the industry we thought why don't we use our own experience of what best price we can offer to customer or to the drivers you know who can even doesn't make a loss but even you know it's not like super super power, super you know profits but he can even manage those services and and to come to the point uh, you know this is how we came up with it is very important to identify the need of the market how others can come up with the idea uh, like while we were running the you know uh, business we came up this idea you know there is somewhere unmet demand in fact today also we on a daily basis we discuss one idea which we can take it forward but given the limited bandwidth you know we can't so when you interact with the people the society you are living in and you look at the challenges each one is facing because why would somebody buy from you they will buy when it satisfied a unmet need for them right and so it is very important people don't buy product they buy solutions so you have to offer uh, a solution per se what is that you are satisfying for that customer point when and is he ready to pay the price for it i think if you tie this thing to then the quickly the next thing has to to validate it so as, as devang was saying when we started we actually started very manually i remember the days we were used to take bookings on uh, pen and paper and uh, you know do everything manually virtually <clears throat> in fact now we have a call center solution we at that time we used simple call forwarding solution using mobile right so we used to have five mobiles using call forwarding so at times you need to just find out a very simple thing to validate the idea and then take it forward see when you go about any idea you know what what we see as vivek also mentioned if you live in a society or in a place for a 7 days 10 days even if you are like not in from that particular city you will find some challenges which are there in the society or where you can think of a business model coming out because lot of business comes out of need not from you know necessity it is like if there is a need you, you have an idea you can make a business out of it but sometime you know you try to become so expensive when you make a product which looks like very big uh, initially without even the process being tested without being the uh, model being tested it becomes little challenging to overcome uh, some shortfalls if there are there in the ground level you know okay okay excellent uh, advice uh, guys i really like it now Uh, what are the steps that a person needs to follow in order to make the idea into a reality uh, can you take us through your own journey you already mentioned that you used to use pen and paper and manual bookings uh, but what general advice would you give for founders who have an idea and and who are trying to execute that idea and make it into a reality uh, i will take a contrarian view here uh, in fact uh, what's currently prevalent in the market and and it work well for us uh we believe uh, process before technology uh today whenever people have any idea 
what they immediately do is create an app or create a technology around it. Uh, technology is always an enabler. Technology is not what you're selling. You're selling a solution. So it is very important to get your solution right, get the process right, how you're delivering it, and then the technology comes. So I believe the first step of uh, validating and delivering the, the, the idea is deliver it first in a very simplistic uh, manner without going in technology. Can you do it manually? Let's put it that way. In case you have an option of doing it manually within a day or two, can you do it? If yes, let's do that and then bring it on technology because if you automate a faulty process, you're doomed to fail. So we believe process comes before technology. Okay, great, great advice. Uh, uh, I, I really like it. Now, is there a daily or a morning ritual that you follow? Uh, can you share it with myself and our listeners? It could be a personal one like working out first thing in the morning or maybe a professional one like having a call first thing in the morning. So uh, each of you can take this uh, separately and tell me if if you follow any any such rituals on a daily basis. See, uh, what I believe is when you start any business, you know, you have to uh, do everything on your own, uh, whether it is HR, accounts, finance, operation, marketing, you need to have the taste of everything. But once you have a system in place, like as Vivek mentioned, the process in place, then for a founder, the first thing which he or she may do in morning is just checking the reports. You know, the best thing, you know, what you have done yesterday, you can get a in a detailed report like what you call MIS. And based on that, you can plan your day in terms of what you need to do, what you did yesterday. Because nowadays the industry is so dynamic that you cannot rely on monthly reviews or, you know, quarterly reviews. It is like daily reviews and that makes you more... Uh, you know, up yeah. to the market. I will add one thunder from Devang that he goes to gym in the evening and I do a yoga in the morning, the first thing. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's very important to have uh, uh, either gym or yoga, something like that, you know, to keep your your mind and body fit, right? So he's calm in the morning and I, I am a little aggressive in the evening. So that's why we help each other. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so now let us uh, talk about you guys. So how did you guys meet each other? And uh, what advice would you have for people who are starting out with regards to co-founders? I mean, how important is it to co-founders? And uh, what advice would you give them to get some good co-founders? See, uh, our journey, as we tell you, we were, uh, he, uh, I, he was based in US. I was not knowing him before that. He also same goes with me, him, because we were not knowing each other from last uh, 30, 35, 30 years. Like uh, I am 30 years, he is 33, 34. But uh, we were into the same trade. He was although in Baroda and I was, uh, I was in Ahmedabad. We were wanted to, you know, it was like a casual discussion which we used to have. Uh, like uh, we, we were from the same trade. He was handling Baroda, I was handling Ahmedabad. But we found out a friendship between businesses. We like as we are, we were rivals. You know, we were we were not like into the same trade. Uh, we were into the same trade, so we cannot be friends. But we changed this, you know, this traditional thing that we wanted to uh, be a friend. We we talked to each other. We shared our knowledge of Ahmedabad. He shared me about uh, Baroda, and then we found a business out of these two things. You know, because. If we keep ourselves so restricted that we cannot talk to the, the you know, the same people business, uh, same business people, I believe. Uh, that way we met each other in 2012-13 and then it was more of a gradual relationship which we developed. And for any founder, co-founder, I think the best thing is 
whatever the business may be you know it, the, the transparency in terms of uh, what you talk what you do and what you are that's make the most important thing i was reading somewhere i like this is not my quote but i have read somewhere it's chemistry which matters it's not the mathematics which matters for any any relationship in any business relationship which i believe uh, excellent now how important is uh, a co-founder uh, for uh, people trying to start up uh, do you think uh, single single founder companies can work or do you think it's essential to have a co-founder i i'll answer that one i think you can start as a founder but you cannot succeed as a founder because when you grow big there are you only have 24 hours in a day and there are certain only things you can do so one one uh, from that perspective and more importantly when i was in a corporate role in a corporate there are checks and balances uh, for example if you take a decision there are companies processes you have to go through hierarchy which ensures that no wrong decision is taken so tomorrow if i am a single co-founder and and and, and i believe you know let take this decision tomorrow and if i am convinced i just take i take it right there is nobody to put checks and balances on it and i think having a co-founder and and, and it, there will be time when you will have your ups and downs you will as, as, because you are handling the entire company so it is very important to have a co-founder and particularly who is complementary to your nature and your skills then you utilize each other's strength and more importantly You, you you know control checks and balances because a founder will be always full of energy right and he will always have 10 idea 10 decisions he will like to take so i believe it is very important to have a co-founder to succeed but that should not stop you to start something if you are convinced you should go ahead and start not wait for a co-founder and i'm sure when you start something you will meet 10 people interact with 10 people uh, and uh, so when we started our first radio camp we would not we didn't know each other he was a founder and i was a founder and uh, we met and started one way cap so which is essential to succeed so i think that's important here one more point i would like to add here is you know uh, when we talk about a team you know uh, a team in the today's era if you if you you know if you, you can have best of your team in terms of uh, people from best of the colleges as a, as a, you know people working under you may provide them resources and all but the royal you know the the trust factor or the decision making power or what best is good for the company and what is not good for the company only you know it can be judged by if there are two three people who are involved as a as a founder or as a co-founder in the company because their motto will only be succeeding making the company big it is not about profits it is about company making big making a, a something which you have created it's not like making your baby big so you always need two people to make your make your son or daughter more uh, you know comprehensive in nature so it is like uh, founder co-founder can help a, a A, a company become better handling you know okay excellent advice i really like uh, like what you guys are saying now if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter the link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup there are multiple tips per day some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups growth hacking tips how do you build team for startups how to get funding etc so don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan 
and twitter.com/foundersgyan can you tell us something about yourself that is not commonly known uh, maybe even your friends or people in your companies would be surprised to hear something so uh, both of you have to answer this i think we both know each others out and out because uh, that is something which we also discuss not only about the work but also we have something which we can discuss out of um, okay no problem then we'll move on to the next question so what is the best advice somebody has given you or alternatively best advice you have heard and try to implement in your own careers or or in your business life uh, i'll talk about uh, one of our even he is our advisor and mentor in our company mr pankaj gandhi uh, he always you know believed he also be- always believed in making things in house you know we we as a mba management guys we always believe uh, going doing thing outsource which is not under, under your purview but what advice which we get from him is like you should do at least as i said as i mentioned earlier also you need to do everything on your own first so that you have the understanding what thing you you know what is good and what is bad if tomorrow if in, even you outsource something to someone and he comes up that this is something which is you know a report or something even if you don't know anything about that you will not be able to justify his work but at least you should know each and everything you know for a founder it is very important I I I I read somewhere I uh, don't complain uh, do something or just shut up <laughs> so I I I kind of follow it in a way you know we have an uh, habit of thinking this is not working that is not working either let's do something or let's not complain uh, because then you can't be the change agent in your company society or anywhere else okay excellent excellent advice both I I think it's it's great uh, to hear Here's such nice advice uh, from uh, from you guys. Now, can you tell us about your worst entrepreneurial moment and uh, how did you turn it around? And more importantly, the lessons you learned from that experience, even if you did not turn it around, uh, what were the lessons you learned from it? See, one thing which I have always been, you know, uh, we wanted to do is uh, when when we when as a uh, we are cli- we are we are serving to our customers, you know, our clients, but somewhere we are also client to someone, right? so so when we work with many of our clients or many of our customers we believe that customers are always right which is always you know being something the mantra of business is but we feel that in many cases it, it is the nature of business where we i found that customers are not always right because their demands are something which you know uh, which need to be validated in terms of they are you know uh, a competitor being your customer and doing something bad on your uh, on your platform or you know making you look bad to the people so this is something which is which is you know what you call it is the negative marketing or negative branding which happens and which is part of parcel of business but we believe to be out of such things and uh, we have faced many time that uh, people are just you know using some names to dequalify and we believe that this is this is not right way or ethical way of doing business but we have to manage and we have to face those challenges that's that's something which happens in a in a business so so what is the lesson that you learned from that experience i mean what 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 would you say is your biggest takeaway from from such an experience the every it's it's a, it's a mantra for life also every problem is for the short term uh, you need to be calm and face to face those challenges and everything will pass on you know it is not like which is going to hamper even if something bad happens even you know in our industry what may happen is a cab has not reached on the time and customer is doing lot of you know pushing lot of thing on the social media and those thing but this is something which is a temperamental thing but you have to be justified to the rest of the people whom you are providing services so it is not something which you 
the end of the day you know every day we are being tested on our services every day we are being tested on our drivers because we need to hear them also uh, a, a machine a car is a machine it may get over you know a problem at the road and people start talking about us but this need to be managed it's, you cannot solve those problem but you need to be you know more uh, more you know practical in solving those problem and problem will go away i think if you are practical then problem will go away okay great i really like it now let's uh, now we just have a few more questions so let's retouch on uh, uh, one way dot cab so what is the future that you envision for your company well we uh, yeah so the <laughs> wagon we were looking at each other and we were saying obviously the number one in india uh, <laughs> we like, you know we, we would not like to use the name of some other companies but what we used to tell is like we want to be like uh, airbnb or uber of of intercity cab services in india because not in india even we believe this problem is there across these countries also we are being identifying countries where this this model can be circulated so it, it is a problem of uh, global problem and we like to solve this uh, in next couple of or next 3 4 years and one thing i would like to you know add uh, while i was with hcl we used to very famously say you know at that time our ceo was vinith nayar uh, and he used to say i don't want to be the biggest in the in the business i want to be the best in the business and particularly this is true in our business in case of intercity because you know the the service level expectation of customer is very high because he is with you for at least 2 to 4 hours with you right in a car and you have to ensure the car is clean the booking experience is good the driver is on time is driving safe his behavior is good uh, and you don't charge uh, unnecessarily fare and so it is very important that if you are the best in the business you will automatically customer will love it and you will grow so internally you know while we dream of becoming big or something at at the bottom of our heart you know we actually want to be the best in the business we love when people say we love your one way cab rather than saying oh you have grown grown this big when somebody likes our service oh it feels terrific you know and i think that's the key here which we want that if we are best in the business i think things will follow and, and one thing which i would like to tell you know if you if if if, if a lot of founders can hear about us then nowadays the business is become so dynamic that you know things change every day so you cannot say that i can be in the same business for next 5 years yes. there are many examples where you can see uh, the company was started for something else and now doing something else so you need to be live you need to be uh, proactive in what you are being going to do and what you are doing you cannot rely on the same thing which is being and you say oh i want to be number one in intercity cab sharing and maybe after 2 years you find that the model is no more you know been prevalent so so something which you need to be live you need to be proactive and do the service provide the service and you are in the game okay i, I think that's uh, that's a great vision that you guys have so i wish you good luck uh, for not only Uh, expanding into other countries and uh, becoming uh, even bigger but also for uh, being uh, the best uh, uh, which is which is kind of your motto i think i think it's great that uh, you guys have that uh, at the as as the baseline uh, even before anything else now one way cab is about uh, 2 and 1/2 years old uh, if i'm not mistaken and hindsight is always 2020 but 
If there is one thing different that you do while starting out, what would it be? Take decisions fast and run fast. I think I think it's it's you know one thing which I would like to tell you is it's not two and half year when we started. Two and half year was the Baroda taxi cab and you know uh, the the cab which we radio cab which we started. One way cab is only one year old company. It is the the product as a one way dot cab. It's only one year old and what we have been seeing is we are seeing a growth in this. So we don't think we wanted to change anything. Uh, at this point of time, I believe it's it's more of a learning curve right now going on. Okay, great. Can you recommend any books or resources for our budding entrepreneurs? Uh, I forgot that name I was reading, and that was quite inspiring. David and Goliath. It was, I think it was David and Goliath. It's about how, despite being you as a small startup. can disrupt the big ones in the market and from me what i believe is read whatever you want to read what interests you because you can find something good on uh, on newspaper you can find something good even on facebook but you need to have the trusted source of uh, information that will make you understand and that will make you help about getting ideas you know to do a business what is happening in surrounding you can read it anything okay okay great we'll link that up on the sh- uh, we'll link that on the show note now i just have one final question but uh, before that how can our listeners get in touch with you uh, personally as as founders because there are a lot of uh, founders uh, out there uh, obviously your service is available on oneway.cab and so if anybody wants to book a cab they can go to your website but uh, if they want to reach out to either of you guys uh, what is the best way are you active on linkedin twitter uh, facebook blog what's the best way to get in touch with you guys Uh, anywhere anywhere any social media is fine with us uh, we are quite available both yeah because it's not like it's not like we are very much busy and you know people will not be able to get answer from us we are looking we are very much happy to have as many as questions from your side or any of your founder team which you are so yeah you, i think when you if you can just uh, on linkedin linkedin uh, is one way dot cap Now you can find the company and uh, we can be there as and people can download our app and then they can call on our call center and ask for the founder's number also uh, also we sit very close to the call center <laughs> okay great great and uh, i just have one final question but i just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you guys for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners i'm also very grateful for the value you are adding into the world by means of your startup and so good luck with uh, with the further expansion and uh, and uh, bettering your service Uh, so with that we'll move on to the final question so if there is one gyan only one gyan that you could give our would be founders what would that be just do it i i, I love that nike you know just do it because there will be so many ifs but negative thought positive thoughts just do it you know i mean uh, i was you know i i i remember uh, i was in switzerland for 3 months uh, while working with cognizant before i went on to do my mba and and then people were asking me why you want to quit a very posh job in switzerland people die to get there and just want to do mba i just wanted to do it simple so i did it so i think whatever you want and you want to believe to do it just do it okay great advice vivek uh, devan what i believe is same in the line what vivek was saying Uh, you cannot win a match without playing it you know if if you are just spectator you can enjoy for 2 hours and you go back home and you forget it but a winner will always feel what he has done and while playing you need to keep it as simple as you know keep calm and keep keep doing it 
Okay, great advice, uh, Vivek and Devang. Thank you so much. Uh, it was a real pleasure chatting with you, and I wish you all the very continued success in your venture. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Ram. There you have it, folks. The story of another startup and its founder. I hope you found it useful and of value. Do drop us a comment on the show notes page at foundersgyan.com/ep41 with suggestions, and the page also contains links to all that we talk about on the show. I'll see you all next week with yet another startup and its founder. In the meantime, you do know what the show was meant to do. I hope you got inspired and take action on your own startup today. Good luck and have a great rest of the week ahead.